What is going on, everybody? My name is Jacob Gettens, and welcome back to The Outer Zone, the official podcast of Formula Drift. We are here in St. Louis. Uh, we're going to be talking to the top four qualifiers from ProSpec. It is hot. There is a new layout. It is crazy. There have been crashes. There have been bumps and accidents. People are trying to figure it out. Uh, but these top four got it dialed in, and we're going to talk to them now. Hey, Mom. Hey. I made it. Yeah. Hi. All right, cool. Look how good we look. I know, not bad. <laughs> not teabag, as they say in Canada. Not tea, what? Not teabag. You Canadians are wild. I know, we say some weird shit. Uh, cool, I think I'll sync audio again, just in case. Okay, finally, uh, <laughs> we've got Derek Madison on the show. It's about time. I know, dude, hometown, did it? Yeah. How's it feel? I don't know, this is my best qualifying ever, so it's uh, that's is it really? awesome. Yeah. It's your best qualifying ever? I think I've only got, it's uh, like P8. This is my best qualifying score ever. Okay, I threw the good one away in Jersey last uh, this, last month. So. This is true. Yeah, yeah. It was that was that was a tough heartbreak, but we came back, got some redemption. Things nice. are uh, things came out pretty good. It was a pretty low score, but uh, yeah. is I, it? Do you feel like more pressure or less pressure? Like I know some guys talk about like, oh, I'm relaxed because like my friends are around, but I also know other guys are like, oh shit, like my friends are around. So it's a it's a it's a mix for sure. So all my friends are here, yeah. and I love that. And having all of them around hypes me up. And believe it or not, like I can feel the energy from the crowd in the car. Like yeah. last year, we had a really good event. We finished second here, which adds to the pressure. By yes. The way. Yes. Um, two years ago, we didn't qualify, so yeah, that just shows the pressure right there. It's it's tough, but you know the the crowd's awesome here because they all support me really well, and um, we were able to bounce energy back and forth between the crowd every time we did a good run, and I could hear them. Yeah. From my car. Really. At idle. Well, at yeah. idle. I was gonna course. say you we don't have a quiet car. I could hear them. It was yeah. sick. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love it here. It does add to the pressure for sure, especially after getting second place because yeah. I feel like I got a one of it, you know? Yeah. And now I'm ready to. Who did you face last year in the final battle then? Evan Bogovich. Was Evan. It okay. was good. I didn't, I didn't make a mistake in Outer Zone 2 all weekend until the final battle. Speak, speaking of Outer Zone 2, uh, new track layout kind of. Yay, nay. Where love are you it. At? Love it. So good. Is it like, le there's less... There's as much of a dig out from two to three, but it seems like it's not as crucial. Yeah. So I think there's still going to be some gapplebees there. Yeah. Not as much as last year because like I'm a blower V8, so yeah. for me all I got to do is stab the clutch real quick and I'm gone. Yeah. Sorry, turbo guys. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot more fluid here, and you can really get on the throttle early in outer two, okay. and just kind of slingshot your way in outer three, which is great. Whereas last year it was like you've got to almost park it in two and yeah. then just clutch kick and then it's a straight line burnout essentially. So yeah. it flows so well. I love it. It's as soon great. as I saw the paving, like even when they were talking about like how they were going to set it up, I'm like, okay. And then I was like, well, they could pave this grass area. And then I saw it and I was like, oh shit, okay. Mm -hmm. Like I, I see where this is going. I see what we're doing here. So yeah, I heard some like rumors, you know, because they all fly around and I thought it was going to go all the way up to the bank. Mm. I was like, man, it's going to look like an average parking lot event out here. But yeah. I'm, I'm glad there is some separation there. Yeah. And it, it came out great. I love the wall. Great touch. I yeah. didn't expect that, but it came out great. And it was real nice. I was able to fold the rear quarter in on it and my qualifying run, which looked really cool in my opinion. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is, this is awesome. I love the new rendition of the track. It's kind of a nice feeling when you can like, you have that spot to be able to like, like get the car into, right? Sure. That adds to that, like the, the, the X factor, the yeah. mysterious X factor. And it's good for like visualization too because just looking at the edge of the track, I mean, that's one thing, but seeing a wall, you're like, oh, yeah, there it is. That's yeah. where I'm going. Does it, is it like provide you like a better spot to be able to like visualize where you need to be? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you pretty much know when you're on it because you feel like you're going to hit it and there's a good chance that your bumper's probably touching it when you feel like you're going to hit it. Yeah. So it's, you, you know you're in the zone. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, you can. It's like driving by Braille at that point. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. You feel a little bump in the back, and you're like, "Hey, we're in the right spot." Nice. So, are you? Are you? Where are you in the grand scheme of like St. Louis? Like, are you? Like, I think you're 15, 20 minutes away yep. from the track. Right? I'm an Illinois boy. Okay. I'm about twenty-five ish north. My shop's about fifteen, twenty north of here. Okay. And yeah. Nice. That's I love not it here. Bad, we drive here all the time, but like we never drive the FD course. I was just going to ask that. So yeah, how much time do you have on that? Do you get to drive the old layout? No. Or what do you drive? We, sometimes I guess we drive the old layout, but we haven't driven it in a couple of years. Okay. Probably since, ooh, man, I don't know, 2020? Yeah. Something like that. It's been a hot minute because it's so expensive to rent that and we don't have a major, yeah. like Drift STL isn't that big. I mean, it's big, but like you got to have so many drivers at a high dollar amount just to pay for the event venue. So Mostly everything out here is in the pits and paddock, 
and we just set up some good layouts and run doors and just nice. have a good time. It's a nice. big party out here. Yeah, it's it seems like a good community. And I mean, I it's funny because like whenever I think of this area, like one, it's insanely hot. But two, I'm like, ah, oh, it's not even that far south. Like why why is it so damn hot here? It's just like one month a year. I'm literally wiping the sweat off my face. Just I know. Like one hey, month I told you, you didn't sucks. have to do the suit, but like you, you're good. like, I know. My boss is going to be real happy. He's well-dressed, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I, uh, it's only hot here like once a year for like one month a year. And we just have And we it. have to put FD here in the same month every time. But, yeah. You know, I get it. Logistics and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it, it, I, I know they were talking about it earlier. Like, I mean, secret sauce, you know, secret time. When I was up, when I was up top, like Sage and a bunch of guys were chatting about the layout, and it's like, cool. Would you rather it be this nice arc where you can kind of like, you know, it makes sense where you're driving, or would you rather us bounce around a bit more? Like, like that's that's the question, right? Like, would you rather yeah. this at a colder time of year? See, for me, I'm all out of pocket, so whatever makes the most sense for my wallet, as far as fuel and all that stuff, then that's the what I want to do. Right. I would rather not bounce back and forth from end to end because I'd I'd have to quit. It sucks. Yeah, that would be couldn't be doing it. Yeah, it just add to the cost. So what do you what are you like speaking of like what are you doing to afford this? Because like that's I mean I, I like getting into the money stuff. Yeah, no, and no one talks about it. I don't have a life. Okay, that's how I afford it. So uh, actually, the week after FT St. Louis last year, I started working for Fuel Lab. I've been sponsored by them for about five years. Okay, titled for four, three. Yep. This is my fourth year, and. You know, I'd go in there and talk to them. They'd offer me a job every now and then, and I was happy where I was at. And they just kind of hit a point where I was like, you know, we'll try it out. Yeah. And I've been there for a year now. It's been great. Uh, so they allow me to come out racing whenever, and you, they, they understand that it's an advertisement for them, and I'm advocating for them. I'm literally the sales, tech support, and customer service guy at Fuel Lab. So, <laughs> so uh, if you need if you need yeah. stuff on this weekend, you're not getting anybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I've, got, I've got the knowledge and stuff. So be, me being here is like, the best case scenario. So yeah. I come to all these events and so he's all about it and he loves it. But when I get off work at five, I go straight to my shop afterwards. Me and my boy Tyler are out there every single day doing whatever work we got to do. Uh, anything we can do to make extra money so we can afford it. Yeah. Uh, my parents are great. Uh, we're not rich at all. Yeah. But, you know, they, you know, help Wherever me here and there anytime they possibly can. They'll help me buy we have a supercharger, so we have ice in the car every right. lap. Still so buy ice, food, like you know, whatever. They, they kind of pick up the little the stuff, boys. right? God, this game changer. Well, and and I think the you know similar to like the the stuff that no one talks about. It's not the big stuff that that financially ruins a team. It's always the nickel and dime yeah. stuff. It's the five. You know, you're gonna spend forty dollars on ice. Like that doesn't seem like a lot. Everyone schedules for like, okay, an engine's gonna cost me ten grand or whatever, right? Right. But no one thinks about oh, the food that you're gonna eat over his whole season. That's seven to eight thousand dollars. Right. Right. No one budgets that much for no. yeah. or hotels or or like you might budget for gas, but then you don't budget for tire blowouts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah like uh, one of my crew members has a three car stacker trailer and he lets me use it and I've been using it for a few years now and it's awesome. But uh, right before we left for Jersey, the whole driver's side frame rail cracked like oh. ten times. Jesus. So, Luckily, we had one of my old small trailers from years back that we were able to pull from storage and transfer everything that was in this massive box into this teeny tiny little trailer. And it's like, wow, how did we do this before? But yeah. uh, it, it's been it's been good. And all my boys support me like crazy. They all come out here just because they want to see me do well. And good. They pay for themselves, which someday, hopefully, I can pay for them. Well, someday. and and it's that support. Like, there's there's very few people at the pro spec level where it's like it's a full crew of people getting yeah. paid it's it's a lot of buddies it's a lot of family it's Absolutely. a lot of favors and like yeah you know you come out and do this but i'll work on your car when i'll get back or like exactly you know i've got some scrubs left over i can pay you and scrub tires yeah tyler you know? <laughs> is, is at my shop all the time and every time i have like an extra part and he's got an s13 and i've got an s13 so anytime i got some extra parts laying around i'm like you just have it yeah, just take it. Just I feel and better. It's, it's those well, it's those little things, right? Like you're you're literally doing what you can to get anything. through it. So anything. So let's say hypothetically, you know, you crush this out, you crush out in Utah, you get that big boy license. Is that something you would it, pursue? Bro. You're doing I've it. Already got it. Oh, that got, big boy license. Right. From last year. Right. I'm going next year. Yeah, that's it's the plan. gonna happen. This is breaking news. Uh, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I guess I haven't said it out loud. Besides my friends. Um, yeah. I, I want to go. Okay. I shouldn't be here right now financially, so I know that it's the same boat. I, I'm just going to suck either way, but I want to make it happen. 
you know, I got big dreams. I've had a lot of people tell me they'll never do it, and that makes me want to do it more than anything. So yeah, I'm gonna make it happen one way or another, and hopefully we'll make all eight rounds. And hopefully, you know, one of my boys around here is doing really well in pro am, yeah. and uh, maybe we can share a trailer next year, and I, you can pay for half my rounds, uh, fuel yep. or something. We can split or something. A- anything I can do just to help. And those are the like that's you know, part of the reason why guys will share or team up. I mean, yeah. we've seen it across the board. Um, would you ever think about like trying to jump on a different team similar to kind of like maybe what Simon or Ben is doing, that I, kind of thing? I love that. Um, but I, I don't have the budget to rent another car and my car works well. Yeah. It's a very basic car. I don't even have a quick change or I don't, I'm still stock diff, stock fuel Jeez. tanks, but it's it works well. I mean, I'm building yeah. another car right now and I have most of the parts, so we'll be able to build it a pro one level car and be able to come out and compete well. Yeah. So I, I don't really see myself doing that. I could see myself doing like what Novak and Nate Chen do where, you know, right. you just dollar up with some pros and use your own car. I could yeah. maybe potentially see myself doing that. Um, if there was plenty of benefit on my end for saving money. Well, and, and knowledge too, right? Like, like yeah. Novak jumping in with Jerry Yang, like, you know, nothing against his old setup, but like, his driving seems to have progressed yeah. and his knowledge has progressed. Ben pulled the win last week on a 50 guy. Exactly. Exactly. He, he and like, drove his drove crazy. like a mad man. He's, he's crazy. driving so much better in like the non FD events. And I think that shows like how he's stressful that, well, it shows how amazing of a driver he is. Yeah. But it also shows like just the difference in stress here mm-hmm. over that event. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I get into qualifying here and I'm like, Man, you gotta do well. You gotta you gotta knock this out. You gotta do knock that out. Yeah. We go to qualifying rivers and I'm like, all right, boys, see you on the other side. Yeah. It's like, it, it's just so different. I guess because FD costs so much money and like everyone wants you to do well and you want to do well and you got all these guys here spending this money to be here and you feel like you gotta do well for them. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, but it's yeah. been good. How's the how's the car doing? Because you you had a nice little boop there. Mm, yeah. 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 Yeah, we we pushed <laughs> it. I don't know what happened. I was chasing Alex and it was going well, and I tried to flick in behind him, and I grabbed the handbrake, and the steering wheel, like, I ripped out of my hands like something broke up front. Okay. And the front end, like, washed over the other direction and went straight face first into the wall. It was a hard yeah. hit. It looked uh, like a good one. Yeah. Did you ring your bell at all? Or I'm you... a little sore. Neck, yeah. neck and shoulders are sore a little bit, but okay. we uh, it was just a control arm and a tie rod, thankfully. Okay. And we pulled the cosmetics back out, but the car feels great. We were able to get it back into alignment just fine, and... Yeah, and we went out and qualified third. So yeah, there's a few guys. I love, I love the, the the unwavering support from the fans. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, look good, man. Like, I mean, I was up top. Soap and I were hanging out. I've been kind of chilling with him during all the prospect stuff, and and you know, learning from him as well. And I watched, I watched you kind of go in, and then the car scrub out, and I went, Mm -hmm. oh no! It's it's funny. I I literally had a first lap out heater, second lap out more of a heater. Yeah. And I posted on Instagram. I was like, yo, only heaters this weekend. Next lap wall. Heater right into the wall. <laughs> wall. Yeah, that was a heater too, I guess. Yeah. No, I mean, it was a heater in one way or another. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So is there is there anybody else out of like this area that we should be talking about or watching? Like As far as like on the come up? Yeah, yeah. So I always like to keep an eye out. My boy Cody Dempster is okay. driving full lock and he's got two podiums. And then the one where he didn't podium, it was just one of those real close call battles. And okay. the guy went on to win the event. Yeah. And if you're going to lose, lose the guy yeah, that goes yeah, on wins yeah, the exactly, event. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But he's, he's sitting second in uh, Pro-Am right now. Okay. And he wants to come up if he can make it happen. So hopefully he can pull together this last round four and bring it up to Prospect. And I nice. think we're going we're gonna to team up because, you know, he's my boy. His wife's awesome. Nice. Uh, two awesome kids that are going to love to see the dad do some cool stuff so. i love i love hearing that too love and like that. like dimitri's kids they made me like a bracelet last round and stuff uh, like i always love seeing the family element into it too where it's like you know everybody just putting all in to get to here and 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 you know support whoever they can everybody even the kids are making sacrifices like yeah you yeah. think like oh they're kids they don't matter like yeah, yeah but they could be at they camp be, yeah, yeah they could be doing all these other things right yeah yeah i mean i, I think th- those kids in particular like he's got a 13 year old who's like shredding out there right now that's awesome i don't know if you've seen it but I mean, they're ripping the crazy card at riverside last week yeah i know it's, it's uh it's a family affair to say the least but yeah that's yeah, good man well i'm i'm stoked that you put on a good show obviously like you know at the time of recording we're not sure who you'd be up against. Um, they're still figuring that out behind us right now. There's some heaters in that bottom eight, though. Yeah, dude, Rudy. Like that was Rudy, that was Cole. a shot. Yeah. yeah. Um, O'Sullivan. Yeah. Like another one. Like there's a few. So there's a lot of them. So yeah. Hang on one sec. Sure. <laughs> We're getting asked questions. <laughs> this is live, baby. We'll do a live. Yeah, it's live. <laughs> 
That's all good. Well, dude, um, thanks for thanks for getting on here. Yeah, I know. I know. We me. talked about it a little bit. I told you you got to drive well oh, to get on man. the show. Man, so sorry it took so long. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I got a I got a microphone and a set of headsets and everything waiting for whoever wins this. So See hopefully, I, get, I hopefully I get to hand you See that box, man. Man, mm. Mm. <laughs> we've known each other for a long, <laughs> long enough now that like it's it's got to happen. Yeah, so. it, it, it's I got I got a good feel. No, I got. got a, yeah. Will there be a front bumper on the car? Maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, there's not one right now. That doesn't matter. Nope. We'll be up here, baby. Weight savings. <laughs> Aerodynamics. Aerodynamics. Love it. All right, dude. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Glad we got to do Thanks this. For having me. All right, uh, so we have Amanda Sorensen on. I'm not going to lie, you've actually been on a bit of my short list for getting people on the podcast, so I'm glad you did well in qualifying, and this makes it a little bit easier. Um, how you doing? How's things going? Great. Great? Just great? Just, uh, yeah, traveling the world, racing cars. How's that been? Like, I mean, <laughs> I feel like you just got back from Italy. Yeah, no, I literally flew straight in to St. Louis from Italy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Have you... Have you is the jet lag hitting yet or are you kind of just uh, getting through it? It usually takes two days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, coming here is not as bad as going there for right. sure. Even though it's a nine hour time difference. So usually like when everyone's waking up here, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. So, but you know, obviously having the daylight kind of helps. Yeah. When you're outside, at least so you can kind of reset everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I found that last year I did a, a trip to Norway and like going, like coming back, it was, it wasn't as bad, but getting there, it took me, yeah, yeah two, three days. Yeah, definitely. Sense. Like the it, you know, first day you're fine, you tough through it. Second day, tough through it, and then like the third day, and you're like, oh, I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Just nothing is lining up, right? Yeah, but. exactly. Nice. How uh, extreme E looks interesting. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit of controversy about your last round, from my understanding. Uh, well, you know, we crossed the line in first, but we got a penalty, so okay. it put us in P3. Yeah. Um, in the switch zone from me going into the car or me. Getting into the car and my teammate passing the car off to me. The okay. rule is 45 seconds. Okay. So 45 seconds in neutral. That just allows like RJ and I do a switch in probably like 20 seconds. So we usually have 25, 20 seconds to spare. But it allows, it's a safety thing. Double right. check your harnesses, check your radio, helmets tight, you know. So like that's why our penalty was so big because it's a safety thing. So 44 uh, point or 49 point. Wait, 44 point, yeah, 44.8 44. seconds. Damn, one day. 0.2 seconds. That's 0.2 seconds. It's fine though. Yeah. We're uh, making progression. It's RJ and our, um, we're the newest drivers. So everyone okay. pretty much has two seasons on us. Are you finding things either that you've learned in drifting or vice versa, things that you're taking there or, or having confidence here? Because like watching some of the racing, there's a lot of sliding going on. There's a lot of control. And, and I mean, torque levels would be probably similar. Um, traction levels would be different, obviously, but are you learning anything in that crossover? Um, yeah, I would say, especially going into Extreme, a lot of people were very um, pleased with my fast progression, but I think it's because from Formula Drift, we show up and we get maximum 12 laps of practice, right? right. Going into competition. And same thing there, I get four laps on a track. Okay. And I go to bed, I wake up the next day and I go immediately into racing. So there's a lot of stuff that I was able to take from Formula Drift. And kind of bring it over to extreme as far as mentality-wise and preparing for that kind of situation and just learning like in practice to absorb as much knowledge as possible. Yeah, it's it's the it's an incredibly short learning window. And then, you know, your action period comes right after. You're not getting a lot of practice. You're not getting a lot of laps in where you can, you know, really dial in the muscle memory. It's just like, okay, you know, here, what did you get today? Four, five practice laps before qualifying? Uh, four, yeah. Four, yeah. And, and like, I don't know if a lot of people at home realize how limited that is. And then it's like, cool, now you have to drive against some of the best drivers in the world on yep. a track where you, you, you have maybe six inches of mistake room. Well, That's not it. only that, you, we show up with an idea of where our car setup's going to be, yeah. right? But with Extreme E, actually, we're experiencing a lot of track changing conditions. So okay. going out into the heat the next day, I mean, it's a completely different day. You know, they do track maintenance in the morning. Sometimes it's slick. Sometimes there's no track maintenance. So yeah. even here with Formula Drift, right, we're going into competition. It's like, oh, actually, the sun's down now. You know, we practice out in the sun and then… yeah. We go into the evening and now the track temperatures are changing. So there's not a lot of setup that you get to do in practice. Mm. So what? So as somebody who has like more or less, I mean, more than less actually grown up in motorsports, is it, do you, like, is this just a normal day at this point? Like is racing, <laughs> it, obviously it's still going to be exciting and you're getting to do amazing things, but like, have you felt jaded at all by it? Because this has just been your life? 
It is definitely a... There's a lot of things you have to adapt to living on the road, for yeah. sure. Especially being, you know, like a young teenager, right? Right. Like, <laughs> my old childhood, I I was homeschooled. I did college online. Like, there's a lot of things that I had to change in my lifestyle that maybe a normal person wouldn't be going through. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, every race is always different, you know? Like, and I think the biggest thing that I'm starting to learn lately is, like, called racing not winning right mm. so like even today p2 and qualifying not bad you know yeah but, like all of us are wanting the p1 yeah <laughs> so it's like you know sometimes it's even this past weekend like yeah we crossed the finish line first but we ended up third <laughs> so yeah there's a lot of things that you just kind of take in and it's kind of life's lesson well and i think it's it's kind of forced you and your brother to grow up at such a, an incredibly rapid pace right where the amount of life experience you've had in this short window is that that surpasses almost any normal person sitting at home, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, as far as Brandon and I and like our situation on the team, I do all the marketing, yeah. I do all the branding, I do all that kind of stuff. And then Brandon's head poncho of like the crew. So he's got his crew guys under him. He's in charge of my car. Um, I don't necessarily, I'm not as hands-on with the cars anymore, just being that I'm never home. And yeah. the extreme stuff has my schedule crazy, but... Thankfully, Brandon's able to fly in early, work with the guys, line them out. But there's a lot of things. I mean, even Brandon and I, we were driving the semi. And some people, you know, were at last year, I think we were, um, we had a crazy experience in the semi, actually. Okay. <laughs> we had to drive up the whole East Coast. We ran into a bridge. We blew an airbag. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, we live on the West Coast. They don't have bridges over there. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, but there's a lot of things that we've learned. And even just having a crew under you and operating this whole function at a high level is a lot of there's a lot of mistakes but you learn from mistakes and yeah. you know every year we're definitely improving so it's it's not easy to learn from when everything goes right right because you're <laughs> yeah, like oh everything went perfect okay, like, okay. I'll, just, I'll just do it again yeah. I guess like exactly. I don't know but yeah if you hit a bridge like you know you're like cool you know, I need now I need you it. gotta download the truck route. the truck the trucker route which is very yeah, different when it than says no trucks on highway that means no trucks on highway oh <laughs> uh, that's I'm sure that was a fun phone call there was call. like a U-Haul in front of us like so it was just like uh, we're just following him you know thinking and then like just, oh it's uh, well yeah there's kind of more to the story alright alright we can we yeah. can we can, we can leave that for like later. yeah for a longer episode <laughs> exactly so um, what was it what was it like when you realized that you were going to have to take a round of FD off to go do Extreme Was that one of those like, oh, shit. Like, Well, um, all of my contracts were signed with all of my programs going into 2023 with Formula Drift. Right. Um, obviously, United States Air Force was like a huge one. And then literally probably a week or two after we got everything settled going into the 2023 season, I got a phone call from Chip Ganassi Racing saying, uh, which, hey. <laughs> when you see that pop up, you're like, oh, okay, I should probably like, hey, answer this. Would you like to come race for us? We wanted to do a test day. And I flew out for the test day. And uh, it was a month later that they actually, we signed a Daytona 500. And um, they signed me for the whole year. Okay. And I mm. knew that there was a conflicting schedule. And... There might be another one, but... <laughs> All right. That's what it is. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, two, actually, there is... Utah, I won't, won't be attending. Oh, so. that sucks. That's a good, such Formula a good round, events, too. Uh, Utah is my favorite. Um, well, we're not 100% sure because Argentina, I guess, is where our next location was for Extreme Eat. They okay. are... We might not be driving there. So, if they have a location change, I'm crossing my fingers that they have a date change as well. Okay. But as of right now, it's to be announced. So... Right. They're what, thinking on those dates. What a, like terrible but also incredible thing to happen where it's like oh i have to you know go back and forth between these two these two sports but yeah i, I mean i hope you can make it out to utah it's I, I love that track my favorite track i actually went to i went to school in utah for yeah. a while so it's definitely like i love utah i got a lot of friends out there it's like a family friend race so it's yeah. super fun yeah and, and i mean obviously like the track layout's cool i keep pushing them to, to run it backwards i oh, would like to see it. Cool. right right because then you come into the big anyways yeah, yeah i just like i've been just every time i see kevin wells i'm like buddy utah backwards just think about it we'll talk later we'll talk later yeah we'll talk later <laughs> yeah uh is there is there any other series i guess that like you want to conquer next is there something where you're like you've got your eyes on you're like i this is what i need to be at um Nitro Cross in a Group E class. That'd be cool. Uh, so Travis Pastrana is putting on phenomenal events yeah. in this rally world. Um, kind of like GRC for anyone who's not familiar. Yep. Um, but it's like a whole action-packed entertainment uh, rally race in these states. Um, I do believe they have one location that's outside of the states. Um, but rally, in my opinion, 
not necessarily. I would say rally cross, in my opinion, is okay. like the ultimate dream for me. Mm. It's a mixture of my dirt racing and drifting in one. Yeah. Head-to-head racing, you know, still the elimination bracket. But it's like at the end, you get to race against more than one car. Yeah. No, that's that's a good point. I know he just built a giant track layout at uh, MAO yep. that looked insane. Exactly. Like just with, with, yeah, just not Triple, under, else. over. Travis is like, I don't know. That man is something else. He's his brain so just, awesome. His <laughs> brain just doesn't work the same way as everybody else's. No, 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 no. I definitely, but like the Nitro, Nitro Cross is, I think, it's something that I look forward to doing in yeah. the future. Um, it's definitely on my radar. Nice. And uh, also maybe a Rallycross Championship overseas. Okay. Too, so Might as well. Just get some more seat time. So then that way when we show up to the extreme races, we're ready to rip. Yeah. But So as somebody who takes their social media incredibly seriously um, and <laughs> arguably probably the best in the paddock, I would say just based on strategy and posting content, what do you think drivers coming up are either doing wrong or should improve on or could change to just have a better social media program? I think consistency and understanding that nothing has to be perfect. People mm. tend to fall in the tunnel of like following everyone's trends. Yeah. Um, I get it. Some of my videos are the same exact layout, but it's because it's reaching a different audience who's never seen it. You okay. Know? The three second glam shot followed by the seven second action shot. Um, that's like my Almost formula. Almost like it's a, I was just going to say. formula. Almost like it's a formula. If you look at every video that has that formula, it's over many million views. Yeah. But, um, the one thing I feel like I'm lacking is I would say not a lot of people know me personally, like, okay. or my personality, right? right? But I think something a lot of these drivers have to offer is their story. Right. Um, I definitely am I'm pretty good about responding to my DMs, but a lot of the stuff that people ask me in my DMs are like, oh, how'd you get into this? Let me tell you, like, let me know your story, you yeah. know? So I think just a lot of the drivers need to understand that it doesn't need to be perfect content. It doesn't need to be that sick drift shot. It mm-hmm. doesn't need to be anything wow. It just... Bringing along the audience um, with your journey. Well, because I, I think a lot of the, even in prospect, they forget that like you are one of a very small group of people that get to do this. Yeah. And everybody at home, all of those numbers that are on that live stream, those are all people pretty much that are wishing they could be here. Exactly. So give them that portal into your life. Give them that experience or that time to be able to understand what it's like. I think it's also an educational thing as well. Yeah. I mean, it's no different. Like, Brandon and I vlogged a little bit last year, and obviously, <laughs> um, we didn't do too well with it, but, like, it's so hard to be consistent. Like, it oh, literally it's is a, so it's a whole other job. And <clears throat> considering I do all the other stuff, it's, like, it's a lot. But with the vlogging stuff, we vlogged our journey, you know, going up the East Coast and us running into the bridge and that whole entire thing. And, like, people are like, oh, my gosh. Like, we would just never imagine this. Yeah. You know? And that's that's part of the journey that people want to see. Yeah. So you mentioned that a lot of people don't know the personal side of you. Is there something you wish everybody, like, not that this is a massive (laughs) platform, but like, might as well start. Like, is there, you know, is there a misconception that maybe people have about you or Um, something you'd want to correct? I wouldn't say there's no, there's like no misconception, but there's just a lot of things about me that I would say is not publicly known as far as like, I mean, I work like many full-time jobs, just being that, you know, juggling the extremey stuff, juggling Formula Drift program, marketing stuff, social media content, Mm -hmm. collabs outside of it. There's a lot that goes into it that, sure, you know, obviously maybe two, three years ago, there was that conception of like, oh, the rich kids in the paddock, right? Yeah. But like, little did they know, like, we didn't get to go driving unless we had straight A's and we're honor students. Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, I graduated high school from like at the age of 16 with advanced honors diploma and they were like, they just don't know that, you know? Yeah. I, and I think that's just they don't know your dad. Like, uh, yeah. Very, <laughs> that's so much of it, right? Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, sure. I mean. And there's... and you and I last year actually had a, an incredibly productive, very short conversation about marketing and statistics and, and how to present that information. And that mm-hmm. was, for me, that was one of those moments where I, I, I stepped away from and went, oh, shit. Like, she knows at, at, at that point more and probably still more than what I knew about the business of it. And yeah. I, I was just immediately struck by like, oh, you don't just show up and drive. You are building the back end of your program so you can just show up and drive. Exactly. And I think that that's one thing too. Like you see drivers like Matt Field, for example. OD, yeah. I think, does a good job. Um, RTR, like they've established their program so it is an arrive and drive. Yes. It, it may look like from an outside, it's all an arrive and drive here, you know? But like 
you really have to make sure you have the right crew under you. You have to make sure you have the funds coming in from the social media. You yeah. have to make sure you're producing the deliverables to those sponsors. And yeah. it's like, sometimes I show up to the track and I do more of focusing on the deliverables for the sponsors than I do even focusing on the driving. Yeah. Right. And as a driver and having that competitive side in me, it's like, well, how do I fast track this, you know, over here so yeah. that I can focus on that? And thankfully, I mean, I have a good understanding of what an arrive and drive is, being that I drive for the Chip Ganassi team now. But taking a lot from their program and applying it into my program as well is something that I'm working on, you know? It, it takes a lot of work to make it look this easy. Yeah. Is, is, <laughs> right. Right? No, literally. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, maybe you can have some conversations with the Chip Ganassi team. I've always wanted to see a very large global, you know, team like that, try and dabble in drifting. I'd be very curious to see what it would change and how quickly it would change. Because we look at these big teams like an RTR, mm -hmm. but in the grand screen, it's grand scheme of like large racing, it is very small. Oh yeah. And it's crazy. I went to the, um, an IndyCar race and I okay. was like, wow, Formula Drift doesn't do anything compared to an IndyCar race. <laughs> well, it's just, it's just a, a completely different scale. It, not going to lie, they don't do the numbers on the paddock. However, we do the numbers on social media. Right. But that's because that's where our audience is. Exactly. And that's where our selling factor is of we are the number one millennial motorsport. Right. And and that motorsport then develops into like a key buying demographic exactly. once they get into different things. Anyways, you and I could probably yeah, yeah, get yeah. into that part for yeah. forever. But well, I appreciate it. I'm really excited to see what you can do tomorrow. I don't, I don't know if we know what your pairings are yet, but... Um, should be good either way. So yeah. there's some there's some killers down in the that bottom eight section though. I know, yeah. Should be good. I think it's this track is definitely it kind of was a good mix up because it's yeah. a new layout for everyone, right? Yeah. It was able to kind of like be like, all right, reset for everyone. Let's see what you got, you know? I'm hearing a lot of guys like, oh, the gearing we thought we needed, we can't use that 100%. anymore. 100%. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> first run, I went out and I was like, wow, my wheel speed was way too high. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's you're gonna have to grunt it, it a little was, bit to get out. Yeah. And yeah. we did two gear set changes. Really? Yeah. But and like I said, there was like four runs, so it's like, okay, <laughs> was that even correct? Right? I did two uh, more runs on it. That's yeah, two discovery runs basically, and then yeah, then yeah. you're actually practicing, and then you're like, cool, I got two real practice runs, and yeah. now I have to qualify. If that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks again for doing this. I'm glad we got to do it. Um, soon. Yep. You gotta win as soon as you win the event. Then there's a mic on this way, and we'll, as soon as I win the event. Yeah. Appreciate the positivity there. Yeah. Just, just, just win the event. That's all you have to do. Hey, I'm just here to drive, you know? <laughs> just here. I really am just here. It's a good time. That's, I mean, and I think that might be what allows you to win the event. Yeah. Hopefully. Cool. We're going for it. You know, because last weekend in Italy, I crossed the line at first, but I ended up third. So hopefully we don't have that Hopefully it doesn't happen again. So. All right. All right. Sweet. Thank Thanks you. Thanks again. Unless you want to do, do you do the clappy thing? Audio sync. Yeah. Audio sync. Nice. <laughs> do two just in case. Not that you're not a good clapper or anything. <laughs> All right, Alex. What's going on? How are you? Pretty good. Yeah? I finally gave you some sort of a reason to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that in New Jersey, right? We were, you were, uh, were you doing changing out a flywheel or something? Yeah, pilot, uh, pilot bushing in my car. Made yeah. It trans out more than it was in in New Jersey, but. Nah, it you know, happens. It's how it goes sometimes. Cars, these things break. They do break. You drive it particularly hard, too. You're, you're pretty throttle heavy. And I mean, you kind of have to be, but. Yeah. I don't think you have much mechanical sympathy. <laughs> I was thinking that just before my qualifying run, um, <laughs> like pull the log. And I'm like, I tell my crew guys, I'm like, I swear from all of outer zone two and all of outer zone three, I was wide open on the rev limiter, <laughs> like a hundred percent throttle. And it, it was true. It was, it's weird. I mean, that motor is so robust, the VR 38. Yeah. And uh, Chris has really done a good job figuring out that program with that engine. Yeah. So thankfully, a lot of that has trickled down to me. Well, a lot of it, I mean, I, I know I talked to him on the show about it. A lot of it, uh, you know, that that engine already had a good aftermarket support. A lot of guys have figured stuff out. But the drifting is always the hard part. It's that, that constant clutch kicking. It's high RPM, low RPM, tons of load, no load. Like that's, it's very difficult to engineer for that. But yeah, yeah it's good. And you got to think a... a a VR38 comes in a GTR, yeah. which is an automatic, and yeah. it's never on rev limiter, like literally yeah. ever. And we sit it on rev limiter like crazy and drifting. So that's why I always feel weird, especially when my motor was stock. I ran it two seasons bone stock VR38 at okay. like 600 plus wheel. Um, and every time I sat that thing on rev limiter, I'm like, I know this motor was never thought to do this. <laughs> <laughs> So. Well, I mean, it's it's holding up. You're on you're on the same en engine now. I'm assuming for this season. Did you run last year same engine the whole time? 
Yeah, I ran for two years straight, so 21 and 22, a bone stock VR38 with wow. just a dry sump and like the same turbo package and everything as Chris. And then we just turned really far down, yeah, literally on spring pressure for two years. They made really? like 601 wheel and like 600 foot pounds of torque. Wild. Um, and then this year, we have the same exact engine package as the Ultimaniac has. Okay. Um, just much smaller turbos. Yeah. Like much, much smaller. So it is, uh, it's a built motor now, cams, head work, everything. Um, very similar to Chris's, but identical to the Ultima, which is pretty uh, cool because that car has made like 2,000 horsepower <laughs> and was reliable. Geez. So mine's at like 740-ish right now. Okay. So we still have it turned pretty far down because it's we're on a little tire in Prospect. Yeah, 255. so man. much with it. But yeah. you got a lot of dudes in Prospect with 1,000 plus horsepower though, and I think they're crazy. 1,000 plus horsepower. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I was. Uh, I won't mention which uh, pro driver, but we were talking about that today. And, and he's like, yeah, it, it makes 840. I'm like, really? He's like, and like, it says a thousand. He's like, yeah, okay. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's like, it could, it could. I don't run it like that, but yeah, yeah it's, uh, no, it's good. I mean, I like the sound of it. I obviously like the looks of the car and I believe that's one of Chris's old chassis. So it's, it's actually not really. Yeah. That okay. is the most common thing that I get is that everyone thinks it's one of Chris's old cars. So okay. it is kind of a sister car to one of Chris's demo cars. So yeah. he has a car they call the TTZ. Yeah. Um, it was built at MA Motorsports. And it's like a demo car. This car was built by MA Motorsports as a shop car. Okay. And they were built side by side. Literally, the cages are identical. A lot of the stuff in the chassis is identical. Um, and MA Motorsports actually had... And I, I could be slightly wrong on this, but I'm pretty positive. It had a VK45 IndyCar motor in it. Damn. Um, with the dry sump and everything. And it was supposed to be just like a shop, you know, show-off car for MA. Yeah. They ended up selling the whole engine program and everything. All the VK stuff as well as Chris did. And then the car just sat as a shell. Hmm. It literally just sat in the corner of their shop and in a trailer. Um, and I bought it from them as a cage shell and then started the build. And Chris obviously came in on board with everything else, you know, parts yeah. and support. But how did, how did that conversation start between you and Chris? I've, I've always wanted to know that, but I wanted to ask you yeah. while we were recording. This is a, I've definitely kind of refined the story. All now. right, cool. Yeah. Cause like is, we've got a condensed window. I mean, yeah. if you, when you win the event, then like, yeah. you know, then we can go all in. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> to make, to make a very, very long story short, um, I, I won an event in New Jersey called E-Town Gambler. Right. Chris was there with our team manager. Okay. Um, I did know our team manager previously to this. I was friends with him. I worked on his cars. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I won the event, he, uh, our manager, Brandon, texted me the next morning. He's like, hey, come down. Chris wants to talk to you. And I'm like, you know, just some okay. tw- 27-year-old kid from New Jersey that's like, wait, Chris Forsberg wants to talk to me? Yeah. So I show up and he's asking my intentions and, you know, showed interest in supporting. <laughs> what are and, your intentions? Yeah, like if I wanted to do Formula Drift. Oh, okay. No. So like he asked what I, if I wanted to do FD, you know, what what I had going on. And then that kind of started the, the, the ball to roll where it is now. But basically, you know, um, he wanted to kind of grow the, the program that we have and the image and have a prospect car. And I'm just the lucky guy that he chose to, That's crazy. to bring on board. You know, it's not like in a very full disclosure, it's it's not like I pay to drive that car under Chris's name. Like yeah. a lot of people will rent a car and run it out here. Yeah, of course. Um, it's my car and they came on, they run all my sponsorship stuff. Like they manage okay. everything. Um, and think of it kind of like when Chelsea got into RTR, like how they just manage everything. And like, he kind of shows up. The difference is I get to keep the car. It is my car. Right. Right. Um, okay. And I do have personal money invested in it. Yeah. But, yeah. No, but, it's not like you're just yeah. living on the, on yeah. the, the NOS dime. Yeah. yeah Chris, exactly. Chris but, Forsberg's bank account. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's awesome. You know, they've been so supportive, so helpful to have someone like him, you know, on board is just oh, incredible. Like, insane amounts of knowledge. Like yeah. that's, that's what we talked about with, you know, with Ben. Like, I think that's the easiest one to point to right now. Just because of his performance lately. I'm not saying yours hasn't been amazing, but oh, like... Ben's killing it. Ben's just crushing it. Yeah. I was actually making a joke earlier. I'm like, hey, I got to have to change up the format of this show because like, I can't have Ben on every single episode <laughs> the way he's driving. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I mean, to tell him that he's up next. But um, yeah, I mean, it's good. But it, and it shows that that mentorship is something that was maybe lacking in Prospect yeah. previously, right? Like obviously you're doing really well. Ben's, Ben's crushing like... That and and we even see with you know Jonathan Hurst or Connor O'Sullivan. I know there's other guys that I'm missing here, but like that pro to prospect mentorship is something that is crucial, yeah. like to to perform well. Absolutely, it's huge, you know. And and fortunately for me, Chris has spent a lot of time in a Z. Yeah, and I did not. I came from an S chassis, so you know it's not super different, but still, it was good to basically just copy and paste. Yeah, you know, our cars we could share ninety eight percent of the parts between both of our cars, his new Z and my three seventy. And it's setup, and it's notes, and it's 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 everything, right? Yeah. And and I mean, even down to 
the weird stuff like, you know, booking hotels. Yeah. Like he knows which hotels are the good ones to book in town, which ones are close to the Mexican restaurant. Yeah. He you knows know. all the good restaurants to go to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. He, he knows a lot of, uh, you know, he's been around to all these events. He's came to, he was at the start of Formula Drift. Yeah, I, I know. He's yeah. a tenured guy. So yeah, but outside of that, um, it just his whole, his whole team, his whole atmosphere is awesome. Like everyone yeah. has been so down to help us. All of his crew guys, you know, my crew guys have learned so much. You know, my, my crew chief on my team didn't know anything about drifting, honestly. He's like a wakeboarder. Really? He's a friend of mine that raced dirt bikes. And okay. he's a friend of my fiance because they compete in wakeboarding together. Oh, cool. And, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's so pretty sick. He just came to one of the events to volunteer two years ago to help me. And now he runs my whole team. And he's arguably, I think, one of the smartest dudes in the pit hmm. for setting cars up. It's crazy. How, just from learning a lot of from Chris and other... And, and he's close with uh, with Ben's... Uh, crew chief, Freddie too. Right. So, like, we all bounce. Like I'm really close to Ben. We all bounce each other, yeah. like ideas off each other and stuff. And I love seeing him do well. Yeah. And even though he's always doing a little bit better than me lately, <laughs> but still, I, That's like, good. I like seeing him do well. It's, you know? it's good competition. I mean, it, it pushes you guys to drive a little bit harder and you can see what's possible and how fast a car can be and how a chassis can be set up. So yeah. there's, you know, there's pros and cons to someone being ahead of you. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. I, I, I tell it to him and I tell it to his father. I'm like, you guys have, have done good things for Prospect this year. And yeah. I think a lot of a lot of other stuff too. You got to think. I, my joke is, as soon as we put these lights on our windshields, everyone wants to keep them green. Like yeah. The last two years in Prospect, the cars were pretty grassrootsy. They're high tire pressure, not going fast. Like yeah. the setup change we made from last year to this year to be competitive with people like Ben and Rudy and even like Cole Richards' car is super fast. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of these dudes are like throwing Pro One setups, and I'm here for it. Like I love it. Like I'm like fine. We we have all the notes ready. Chris's notebook ready to, yeah. to make this thing a Pro One car. So it's it's cool to. To have people elevate the sport like that, you know, I love it. I'm that's my favorite thing about it. If we could all be like elevating it to me, that's that's what well, it should I be. I think going. we have. I mean, I've I've been following, you know, when it was pro two back in basically 2017. Like, you know, as much as the pro stuff is cool, I'm also the kind of guy who like watches like a lot of junior hockey where like NHL is amazing and that's great, yeah. but the guys who are playing in the juniors are hustling so much harder. You know, they're at the they're at this like weird crossing point in their careers and, and pro spec and pro am to some level is kind of the same thing. Yeah. But yeah, just how fast everybody's gotten and how accurate everybody's gotten. Like where ProSpec is now is arguably where Pro was maybe five years ago. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Right. So that's that's where that kind of the lag is behind. But also, you know, you guys just don't have as many laps and and you're still learning. So it's it's dude, I love it. I I and that's why I enjoyed this part of the show so much. Cause like I want to make sure people get to know you guys. Yeah. Um which is which is Important, right? Yeah, it's awesome to be here to be able to talk about this stuff. Yeah. You know, it's so, cool. So, speaking of the the jump to pro, like getting the license, that's like that's happening. So, I've had, <laughs> I have already had the basically a pro license right. because of the way the old rulebook because the old one was written. top, it was eight. top eight. Yeah. So, the past two years, I finished in the top five. Let's say I think yeah. it was, and um, you know, we already earned a pro one license at at this point, like. I don't know. My my manager wants us to get more wins or or not any any wins for that way. Any right. more podium stuff like that. A championship would be great. So we have more stuff to I don't know, to bank off of before going into pro. Yeah. I would love to make the jump personally. Um, you know, cuz it'd be so cool as a dream. I, I I always say this. I live 15-year-old Alex's dream yes. right now and that's and that's awesome. So that's, I, yeah. I'd love to further that and go to pro, but we'll see where we we end up, you know. If we stay where we're at currently, we have a pretty good shot of getting a pro and license or at least be top three. I think if we can get top three in the championship this year, yeah. we might have a good conversation for next year about it, which I, I think is very possible. I think it was, one, the 15-year-old thing is great because that's actually something I've said for a long time, which is similar, but it was like, if 10-year-old me isn't stoked about what I'm doing, I shouldn't be doing it. Like, that's yeah. that's kind of how I've, I've made a lot of decisions in the last five years. And it's worked out. And it shows you're yeah. doing life the right way. Yeah, opinion. yeah. I, I just, I want, yeah, I want 10-year-old me to be, and now I have a 10-year-old, so it's even, <laughs> I'll like bounce shit off of him. I'll be yeah, like, dude, like, okay. So what are you stoked about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you know, I started playing Fortnite. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm terrible. Apex Legends. But anyways, um, yeah, so I I, I, I appreciate that because it's, it's a, it's a good way to look at things. Yeah. It kind of gets you in trouble sometimes. Sometimes you make dumb decisions with it, but like, yeah. Generally, if if younger you is stoked about it, there's yeah. a good chance you're on the right path. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like I feel like to me, it wasn't super long ago that I went to my Formula Drift, my first Formula Drift event. I think yeah. it was like 20, dude, I don't know, 2011, 2012, maybe. Okay. Um, and it was at FDNJ, and it doesn't feel like a long time ago that I was like, man, that'd be cool to do. And now I'm sitting here <laughs> driving a NOS Energy Drink Forsberg Racing 370Z, and I just, it's it's taken longer than I even expected to like acknowledge it and actually, yeah. you know, come to grips with like, wow, this is what 
I get to do. And I'm very, very fortunate, you know? Yeah. It's, it's tough, man. Like that, that, like being able to actually accept where you're at. Right. I know I've, I've talked a lot about like imposter syndrome and stuff and like I've, I've struggled with it in small ways too, where it's, you know, it's taken, it, it, the, the, the joke I always tell is like, it took me a year before I realized like I actually had a kid. Like I had a son and then but for that first year, it, like it didn't really hit me. And it was his first birthday. I'm like, oh wow, he's not going anywhere. This is mine. <laughs> Sounds like someone somehow slept very well for the first year. I did. I slept great. <laughs> oh man, my wife was so mad. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I just slept so right through it. But it'd be weird. Yeah, you know, like if the door would creak, I'd wake up in an instant. Baby could be crying. Has passed it the whole time. <laughs> I swore I tried to wake up, but anyways, yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. There's a bunch of people are like, you asshole. But <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that you're getting to that point of acceptance. I mean, I'm sure there's times where like, you know, the suit's hanging up, you got to put it on. You're like, holy shit. Like, that's, yeah. a, that's an energy drink company. Yeah. yeah. It's wild, you know, and it's with those names, with this image comes high expectations. Naturally. Yes, that is the hard you know, part. That's the mental game about of it that I, I didn't almost expect because I never really got intimidated. But now it's like every time I walk, I actually don't spend as much time with this car as I should because it's always getting stuff tweaked down in Maryland, which yeah. is like three hours for me. But every time it's sitting in my home shop or whatever, and I just stand around and look at this thing, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Like I'll stare at the car for 30 minutes by myself <laughs> and just be like, are you kidding me? You uh, know? And, and whatever we come to the track, it's, there is really high expectations and expectations are good. You yep. know, Chris has always had very high expectations put on him by his sponsors and look at how, you know, his track record has been amazing. Yeah. You know, so I think that's really what makes or breaks a lot of people as a driver um, or anything they into, whether athletics or whatnot. But you get my point. Yeah. Yeah. Now I got you. I'm picking up what you're putting down. So how are you enjoying this new layout? I'm trying to get all the driver's opinion. Obviously, like you enjoyed it enough, you did well. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, I was the first car to put marks down on the new layout today. I was hmm. the very first car in line, and it tra- changed a lot throughout the day in terms of grip. Yeah. Um, I really, I'm sure you'll probably get a similar answer to this from just about everyone, but I think it's really not that much different. Okay. It's just a little bit better to drive, in my opinion. I like it better. It's a little weird, like coming out of three into four, you're kind of like, where do I go? Especially at the beginning when there were yeah. the marks down. Yeah. Um, but it flows, I think, better. Um, it definitely makes outer zone two a lot easier because that was a little tight back. And the way that you'd have to like, your trajectory through it is like you're like parking it and then flooring it and doing a big rolling burnout. Right. It wasn't as wide. So I definitely, I, I personally like it better. Yeah. And, so. and your car seems to, to suit it well. Like you have kind of that, that car does well bottom end as well as top end. Like oh, yeah. it's a really good range with it, which like, you know, the, the 2J guys kind of sometimes struggle in the bottom end. They're going to throw a bunch of nitrous at it, which can help, but it's not yeah. the fix. Like it makes it better, but it doesn't resolve the issue. Yeah. And then the V8 guys, obviously they can, you know, gear down and really get through there. But then sometimes the top end is where they'll struggle. So yeah, the VR power band is, is just incredible. Oh, like that huge. thing makes full boost at 3,400 RPMs. Really? It's like 650 <laughs> foot pounds of torque at 3,400. It's, it's wild. So like, I never have to physically clutch kick it. I do it sometimes for the fun of it. But like <laughs> I followed someone in practice today that was like their first lap. And I was lucky enough to already do a lap because I was first car. Yeah. So I kind of like gave him some room and they were going pretty slow. And I'm coming through two just bogged in fourth gear, like nothing, just floor it. It's just like, oh, and it just lights up like immediately. And I'm like, this uh, motor is sick. That's the fact nice. that it can do that and carry it all the way through the top. No, it's perfect. You know? Even when we run pretty small turbos, they're in G25 660s. Yeah. So it's not a huge turbo. We're only on like 17 pounds. So we're barely even asking much of it. Yeah. No, it's so. it's it's worked out well. Like I said, sounds great. Car looks great. Um, hopefully, I would like to see you make that jump. I'd like to see like another two-car team up. Um, I think it looks sick. It gets super hard to figure out which car is which though. You guys got to figure that <laughs> well, right out. Right now it's easy because one's a 370 and one's a new Z. Yeah, but I mean, still. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. Delivery now. is identical. It's literally almost copy and paste. So oh, yeah. besides a couple partner things that we had to change between the two. Nah. But yeah, it's it's cool. I would love to be in pro as well. And it would be amazing to... I've driven with Chris a lot yeah. for you know grid life and all the other stuff we've done together that it would be awesome to battle. Not to mention all the other people I've looked up to in, in pro. You yeah. know, it's just... That is really living 15-year-old me's dream. If I get to line up and I'm going against a James Dean or yeah. Chelsea or whoever, you know. Well, hopefully we get to see that, man. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best to be there and talk to you, you know, in this setting as a pro driver. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, get your, we'll get your big episode all to yourself. And yeah. I get to deep dive into your past. Hopefully there's not too many skeletons back there. <laughs> I'm just going to see a bunch about dirt bike racing and selling tools for a living. <laughs> That's about all you're going to learn. <laughs> you say that. Everybody's like, ah, I got nothing. And then I pull out some, pull out some shit and then... There's Dylan Hughes going, hang on, how'd you know that? <laughs> 
Cool, man. I'm yeah. I'm super stoked we got to do this. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, dude. No worries. Cool. All right. <sighs> Repeat guest number three. We back. We back. We back, baby. Yeah. I just love this guy so much. So dude, I just got to drive as hard as I can. It's the only reason you're driving so well. You're yeah, just like, I got to get back on the show. I got to get on the show, Yeah, that's dude. that's the radio call. Yeah. I like, we need you to drive well. I got to get on the show. Trade the seat time for screen time. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because I was talking with a couple of the judges earlier. And they're like, oh, what are you, like, what are you recording? I'm like, I'm going to do top four again. They kind of look at me like, oh, so bad. Like, it was like, <laughs> it was what it was. It was, yeah. No, that's awesome. No, that's it was, awesome. it's good, man. It's well-deserved. Like, you're, you're obviously, obviously crushing it. You've taken to that car like a, I don't know. Is there a Georgia phrase we can add in there? Um, I don't know. Dude. Like a bird to water. I feel like that's I, not Georgia enough. Me and her are like white on rice, dude. White on rice? Like yeah. biscuits and gravy? Yeah, like biscuits and gravy. Like yeah. two peas in a pod. Two peas in a pod. There you yes, go. Yes, sir. Yeah. Two peas in a pod. So, okay. So here's the, here's the real question then. There is a, unless you really dive, you know, obviously competition and then you, next round, there's a very, very good chance you're going to get your pro license. So let's, let's start with that. If, if, and when that happens, or is that the next conversation with Odie? We're like, Hey, you're going to have three cars in pro. Yep. It's plain and simple. Yep. Like, is it, have you already kind of talked about it? Um, kind of, sort of. It's, it's one of those, like, yeah, it'd be nice. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. If, if everything yeah. works out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a non-serious, but like, obviously, if tomorrow goes well, then it's yeah. like, a, okay. <laughs> Shout out to Dustin Miles, everybody. Miles of Styles. Boy. Yeah, I Miles of Styles. The great comeback. The um, comeback kid. No, nah, I, um, so I told myself, I set a goal in my pro-am days that unless I win, you know, first place that I didn't want to move up. Okay. So, okay. I'm kind of set the same goal in pro spec. All right. um, I would like to, I would like to win first place in the championship. And if I can win first place, I think that I should, you make know, the leap. I should make the leap and you know try my try my chances up there with the big boys. I think it was. I'm like, ready to drive with them. They look fun to drive with. So yeah, they look yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I like going hard straight off the practice. Like I win you practice. Did. You, I don't you're not a win practice, but I just like uh, people say like perfect. I mean, uh, practice makes perfect, but in my opinion, like perfect practice. Right. Perfect. Right. So if I'm leaning back in practice and, you know, chasing and then leaning back in my leads and not, not going as hard as I can, like, why am I, why am I practicing this way? I got to practice the way that I'm going to battle. Like, we only have so many practice labs as it is. Yeah. So it's like, what do you, how many did you get? Six. 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 Okay. I asked Amanda, she got four. And yeah. I was like, and then two of those she was doing gear changes on. Yeah. I so. did uh, I got six laps. Um we did a gear change during the fifteen minute break. Right. Um which every almost everyone I talked to is yeah. like, Yeah, gearing's way different now. Yeah. Yeah. Um so well it's a new car for me, so it's only Yeah. Fourth time I drove the car. Right. Um, right. Keep forgetting that. So it's still everything's still new and the whole team, everything, yeah. you know, the the, the car is new to the team. So we're we're still figuring everything out and you know, we uh we had a set base and pretty much same setup as 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 last season and uh i thought they were coming to repo my car oh uh, well, yeah. my scooter no you're good they repo my scooter you yeah. repo my scooter <laughs> uh we're good we're good scooter's good <laughs> <laughs> they started pushing it <laughs> you're like no we're watching a repossession live <laughs> and it's your own car i know um where were we i have no idea uh talking about moving to pro everything doing well yeah, yeah. Car's doing great. Uh, team is doing great. Um, we're still learning it, and yeah. like we said, we're 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 going through it like one, you know, just like you eat a sandwich, pretty much one yeah. bite at a time. Not trying to like overwhelm ourselves with things, and it's it's pretty simple because it's the same car. Yeah, not really. It is not. It the is. Same car, it is, but, but it's it is. not. We're used yeah. to the chassis. We're used to the thing. Like, yeah, it's all going to be the same tools. We're used to the tools. Like 17, 17s and nineteens millimeters all over the freaking thing. Um, so it's like. Taking the transition, the, the biggest transition is me getting used to the um, Vortec blower. Okay. So, um, what's what's so different with that? As someone who's never driven the Vortec, uh, have you driven a Tesla? Yes. Then you've then you've driven a V8 supercharged root style blower car. Okay. Got Same. It. It's I'm, my car last season made 640 torque at 2300 RPM. Okay. Which is dumb. It yeah. idled at fourteen hundred. So <laughs> like, I'm sitting there chilling with you know five hundred foot pounds of torque at all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the car, the roots just just gets it. But right. once it hits a certain point, it stops making boost. Right. The Vortec continues to make boost because it's like a it's like a turbo. Okay. So 
if I drive like I used to all last season and my previous seasons and the previous years before that, full throttle, never lifting. Like I do lift, you know, mm. but it's, I I like to drive wide open. This car, it gets slower that way. So that's, I've had to like train myself to kind of, you know, whenever I'm like, ah, okay, hold on, back up a little bit, you know, get back, okay. you know, get back off throttle so I can catch the wheel speed back down because the car's fast, car's nasty. So just, just it's, putting in more throttle is not making you go exactly. faster. There's a point of, there's a lot of more, a lot, a lot more inputs on throttle that I have to drive with this car, which I like better because it's more finesse than just okay. holding the thing wide open and just, holding on for dear life and hoping you're on the right line. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I um, mean, it's it's obviously driving well. It's yeah. gripped up. Yep. Yeah. Car's great. Car's great. What, what I thought was incredible today is like you chase Jay, who's probably the lowest horsepower, lowest grip car here because it's basically a stock vet. Yeah. And you were fine. Yep. All like, up until were, like outer four. I struggled at outer four. Had, yeah, you were like left foot brake. I yeah, can see you like dancing yeah. in the car. I said, if, you know, we come to comp time, I know to downshift a third for him. Okay. <laughs> in the last zone. So. But that's... You know that though, like yeah. that's that's the biggest thing. Like a lot of guys would, you know, try not to, yeah. to do that. Yeah. And you didn't even leave him any room. No heck, no. That kid's good. I ain't leaving him no room. <laughs> I know. I was. That I saw you guys. A ripper, I saw you guys on the line, and I was like, oh okay. And it was like he went, you went. And I was like, that's oh. the first time we've ever got to drive with it. Really? Yeah. And wow. I was chasing him. I was like, you know, my spotter is like, his car. He's 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 doing nothing wrong out there. He's just no. his his car is struggling to get into the zones because yeah. of. The, the the gearing he has a stock diff in this freaking thing yeah um, he's just rowing so gears to he's keep like it. he's just maybe be a little bit shallow but other than that you know put it on him I was like say less yep so yeah he was definitely uh, the, the kid's a ripper so oh, I wasn't worried about it yeah. I wasn't worried about it it was only is I got to chase him and then me and Rudy like kind of lined it up to where we got to do a lap together oh, did you do that on purpose yeah okay got so it. I got to chase him down yeah because. I don't know. I like to chase people, you know, get at least a couple chases before comp. He's like, a good uh, guy to chase, too. Yeah, super solid. And yeah. uh, we went in, got to chase hard, and got me pumped for qualifying. Is it one of those, like, you went out, laid down a practice or two, where you're like, okay, I feel good for qualifying. I know I'm going to at least qualify. Let's see if we can jump in the chase lane, which is usually much, much No, I like, see, I treat, tra- I treat practice like competition. I treat okay. practice like comp. So uh, everybody wants to qualify first. Yeah. So you're if you qualify first, you have a lead lap. You get in the lead lane first. Yeah. And I just go back and forth. I'll do a lead and then hop in the chase lane no matter what. And I'll chase oh, Go back okay. to the pit, change tires out. I'll do a lead. So that way you know what it's going to be like mm-hmm. to chase. Consistency. Right. Consistency is key. Especially in prospect. Okay. No, 100%. My third year in, I, found, I mean, I haven't finally learned that, but it's like, that's a big thing in drifting is consistency. Key. Yeah. So what do you what do you think of the new layout then? I love it. I yeah. love it. The track's good. I've always loved this track. It's just chasing has always been weird on this coming coming from three to four. Yeah. Uh, mostly because you literally pinch yourself in between the wall because if unless you drive on the track, as a bystander watching the live stream, you're not going to see how, how the wall comes onto the track. Yeah. And if you're standing, I showed my dad this morning. I put him in the corner of outside zone three from the previous season. Yeah. And I looked at him. I said, look that way. And he did. And I said, where's beginning of four? He's like, hell, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You, did, like, you don't know. You can't see it. Can't no. You? I was like, we literally had to manipulate the car around this curvature in the wall and then get back in it. So yeah. it's, it's a weird track. It bulges it's a, out. It's and a driver's it, track. Yeah. It's like a, you have to, you have to risk that. You have to point at the wall and say, okay, I'm using this as a, you know, it, it's the, the, it's like one in Long Beach, yeah, right? Where you 100%. Just, yeah. it's, it's like one in Long Beach. Yeah. Um, you, you have to just stay fully committed no matter what. Mm. And this track is a full commitment track. If you come out of two and have a hesitation or anything, any mm. kind of bobble in, in two, it yeah. screws you for the rest of the track. Yeah, we were we were watching... Um, I've, been, I've been spending like a lot of the time up in the tower, either with the judges or just like people who know more than I do, right? I'm yeah. trying to absorb as much similar to what you guys do. And we were watching guys who would either mess up at two or they'd mess up in one and then like how that would affect the rest of the run. And like you can mess up one and kind of make it in two and be okay. It's not perfect. But if you mess up two, the rest of the run is almost toast. Midway through two, you're already... That's that's the rest already, of your line. You're already pointing your line into outer three. Yeah. If you're not, then you're going to be entering it late. Yeah. Which is going to make you have a different kind of apex in the yep. zone and it's going to make you leave sooner and whenever you leave sooner then you're you shallower in sooner, and yeah. you're shallower in and then you're, sh- then you're too shallow because you have to drive past that hump in the wall 
Yeah. You have to be able to come past this because it's literally like my knuckle. Yeah. And if you come too shallow, you're transitioning at that and the zone's back here. Yeah. So you're coming here and you get floating, trying to float in and then you get on throttle and it pushes you forward. Yeah. And then you're too, you have no momentum because you have to e-brake the whole time. You'll exit halfway through it. And dude, previous years I've struggled with it, but um, it's big in the chase though. Yeah. Not as much in the, like if you're struggling in the lead doing that, you are not going to be doing good in the chase. Yeah. Because the chase, you have to, you have to wait for them to transition, but you have to set your car up to go past the wall with them. Like mm. if you transition too soon, you're doing the same thing that's your that's causing you to be shallow in your lead run. Yep. And there's a car there, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. There's that a is, car and a wall. Yeah, you're trying to rock in a hard place. Yeah, so. literally. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but it's a technical track, and I love it. I super it's, and I enjoy it. I, I know this track gets, like, shit on so much. It does. Oh, it's, yeah, it's this. And then it. I've even seen, like, even today I was, like, talking with a guy online where he's like, I don't like the new layout. I liked when it was more technical. I'm like, it's just as technical it's as just it was. It's just a different technical Well, map. we can carry the angle. Instead yeah. of having to carry it's not a, angle through two and then turning in and just, like, straight lining it to yeah, three. Yeah, rolling burnout. Yeah, I, I think he was like, yeah. That's like, all it was. Yeah. And, you know, say, like, me in a supercharged V8, I can lag it down and yeah. and then, you know, and lay in it. Like for people in the, you know, say you have a, a Jay-Z that doesn't, you know, have nitrous on the car. You're going to have to be yeah. working that thing to try to get it back light up. But yeah. now, once you come out of one, it's literally just a big fluent motion. There's no big slowdowns. Like it's, yeah. there's a little bit of braking zone, but it's not like it's, you you scrub it with angle as you come into it. And it's, it's super nice. You could almost make two and three one large outer zone. It wouldn't be easy. You'd have to kind of move three in a little to yeah. do it. But that was what, like the first, when I saw the first layout, I went, are they condensing two and three together? I'm like, oh, that is going to be interesting because yeah. it's like a slow in power It'd be out. sick if they put a wall there the whole way. I know, yeah. Jersey Bears or whatever. Oh, yeah. It'd be like a... Uh, I've seen them do it in like Driftmasters, like yeah, the stadium yeah. stuff, and the I think it's in Poland. Stuff, yeah, all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. Just do it on bungee cords so they move out a little. <laughs> so you no. know what I mean. So yeah, it's just no. like, Rah. no, nope. mama didn't raise no bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, win it or bin it. That's if it. It's a water barrier. Fill it full. Yeah. <laughs> if I hit, it, I want to feel it. Couple guys have hit hard here already. One oh. guy moved the uh, the wall oh, of two back. Couple. A bit. What you mean? Couple in the first four laps, dude. Dude, yeah, we were sitting for a bit. Yeah, yeah. it was crazy. How hard is that when, like, you're ready to go, you get up there, and then, like, yeah, shut down for 15. You're like, Argh. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Is it a mental thing or just, I mean, in the heat? No, you got a cool suit. It's hot, dude. Yeah. yeah you got a cool still, suit. Yeah, I got a cool suit. Okay. But it's still, like... It doesn't fix everything. No, not everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm sweating everywhere, so... <laughs> I was just gonna say. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, everything, so... Yeah, it doesn't fix all that. Oh, the Drift Wizard is is blessing us. That's not the Wizard. That's Haley. Oh, you're right. That's Haley. Yeah, yes. Haley. Who looks similar to the they Drift look, Wizard. They look very similar. Not very not the same similar. person, though. Two very different people. <laughs> love that guy. I know. We love, love you, Andy. <laughs> we love you, Andy. <laughs> Sorry to my audio engineer guy who just had his ears blown out. Just, just yeah. just. It's fine. No, no. We got to keep him in. Yeah. We're going to like splice to a shot of him. Yeah. Just, <laughs> what great branding I love it as a guy who like has obviously branded himself with yeah. it with, with things on his head yeah I res- same dude hot yeah. moms hot moms yep. where did that come from do we ever Danny talk about Duncan. it Danny okay. Duncan okay hey go go get you some dannyduncan69.com shop dannyduncan69.com do you not we need a sponsor we need, yeah. to, we well, need to chat hey, with I don't, I don't mind I, I like him I don't, I don't know him personally I just watch you know I watch, all, I watch his YouTube he's a super cool guy what does he do I have no idea who he, he is you just go watch okay yeah, just crazy stuff you, dude. yeah just crazy, crazy stuff. stuff funny you'll be laughing the whole time he's a good I, guy I mean if it's we your actually, humor uh, then we've, we've made contact and they're uh, making me a little flag for next round okay because I made my own little I made sure it was fine with him making like an own flag because it's his brand yeah yeah I didn't want to like not trying to like do that, but yeah, I we wanted it. I wanted it on there now. So they're making they're making my own my own custom one, and they're gonna get footage of it, put it in his videos and stuff. Oh, that's um, sick! But a collab coming up, man. That's 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 my thing. I don't know why. Like it's not a it's not even a real thing. I literally <laughs> bought a mystery box off Danny Duncan's website, sixty nine ninety nine, with a value of one hundred and thirty, like he always says. Nice. Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I bought. I bought that, and it, I had I had a black I Heart Hot Moms bucket hat came in it, and I was like, "This is kind of like kind of ridiculous," but I'm gonna wear it. Like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, so I put it on, and I was wearing it for a couple of days, and I was like, "You know what? I like it. Like, screw it. I like it." 
And then my first round of FD wore it. Went to my autograph or the for the pictures for our um, our profile pictures or whatever. Yeah. And they asked me, they're like, is that a sponsor? And I was like, no. Because, I mean, I'm new to FD. I didn't know yeah. it my first year. And I was like, no, they're like, All right, can you take that off? And I was like, dang, yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. And then last year, um, I didn't wear it. Had a, <laughs> had a break in the hat. So okay. this year, my girlfriend surprised me before round one. Um, with a brand new white one because right. I've been trying to get the white one. Okay. And I can't find it anywhere. Well, she found it and get the white one and it's just full tilt. Nice. Yeah, full tilt. Yeah, you got to lean into it. I don't wear this all the time, contrary to popular belief. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have hair under here. Do you? Yeah. Let's see. Let's I, see I mean, I don't know if we... we maybe we'll, oh, I saw it a while ago. No, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It's real, yeah. You your head. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. It's short hair. Yeah, it's not long. I got, I got some, I got some hair. Yeah, you, you got the curlies. Yeah, if you, need you got a couple grays in there early, huh? Tons of grays. What happened dude. there? You live that stressful of a life. No, it looks good on you. In the family, dude. Yeah. Oh, early right grays. Family, but do yeah. they keep their hair? It can turn gray as long as it don't turn loose. Right. They all got their hair. Yeah. See, that's that's it. Like yeah. my, yeah, my. It looks good. Oh yeah, got all kinds of grays in there. Yeah. Twenty nine years of grays, baby. <laughs> Sorry, I had to fix my hair. That's all good. It's all, it's all good. Hey, there he is again. <laughs> trying to make a cameo. Through, yeah. this, is, this is like, I can't get on the show. This is how I'm going to do it. Uh, it's oh, terrible. It's terrible. Man, that's hey, sweet. I bugged Derek Madison the last round. Yep. He's like, when do I get on the show? I'm like, I don't know. When do you qualify well? And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, hey, man, you know the rules. Top you four. Know, you know the rules. It was funny. Uh, Nate Chen hit me up because originally it was top five. And then the episode is going a bit long and getting everybody arranged was difficult, so I'll cut it down to top four. And then the next round, Nate Chen qualified fifth. <laughs> He's like, what the hell, man? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, it wasn't on purpose. Dang. I know, I know, but cool. Well, this is like, I mean, basically now we've we've done like a full-length show for you at this yeah, point. Yeah, right. I'll take I, I still, I still want to do, I, I mean, the rule, the rule is right now, if, when you win a prospect round, you get it. I don't know what's going to happen if somebody wins two. Maybe I'll have to like get the second place person or something, but um, yeah, that's I think that's how I'm gonna roll for at least right now. But like if you win, if you win a prospect round, you're guaranteed a podcast, okay? Right? Okay. I think that's fair. That's what yeah. I did with Rudy, it's what I did with Cole. No, that's so fair. that's fair, yeah. So you just you win this, and then I get a deep dive on your background. Let's and, get it. All right, I'm cool. down. Well, I'll hopefully see y'all on his uh, next channel, yeah, exactly. Ben Hobson, yeah, it'll be a good one. It'll the be e. funny. Hot, hot mom's guy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Appreciate it, man. All right, good luck. Y'all take care. All right, buddy. That is a wrap here in St. Louis uh, for the Outer Zone, the official podcast of Formula Drift. Once again, my name is Jacob Gettins. Uh, make sure to check out all the awesome drivers. We'll leave links down in the uh, in the little description area. Um, really appreciate everybody who tunes in for these ones. I like uh, I like giving these prospect guys um, you know a bit of a platform. It's great. They deserve it. They work really hard. Um, you know, they drive like absolute animals. So. Really, really stoked uh, that you guys are watching it and uh, interacting. And yeah, love the comments. So uh, let us know down below uh, who you want to see on next. Uh, as I mentioned a couple of times here, we're giving all the prospect guys their own standalone episode when they win, um, guys and girls, because uh, I really do think Amanda's got a, a really good shot. She's crushing it in practice. Anyways, uh, but yeah, let us know down in the comments. If there's things you guys like about the show, please let me know. I do read, believe it or not, almost all the comments. Uh, and if you're this far into the episode and you're listening to me ramble at this point, you're obviously a big fan of the show. You're willing to listen this far. So please let me know. Love uh, everybody walking by. Um, everybody at the events is uh, fantastic. But yeah, uh, I enjoy the feedback. I always try and take the criticism, the good, the bad, the ugly, and uh, update the show however we can. So thank you again, everyone, for watching and listening and sharing. Um, thank you for everybody who uh, supports when I get to go on the live stream. That's huge for me. Um, and yeah, this is our little... Heart to heart, I guess. But thanks again, everybody, for watching the Editors Zone, the official podcast of Formula Drift. Once again, my name is Jacob Gettins. Maybe I'll leave my links down below. I'm on threads. I don't know if you guys are on there. I'm having a blast, though. It's, it's great. Uh, but um, thank you again to all the drivers who came on. Thank you, for, uh, thank you to Formula Drift for letting me do this. And uh, we'll catch everybody next week.